I'm Stephanie. And I'm Rachel. And this is Neurodivergent Voices, the podcast amplifying the voices and lived experience of the neurodivergent community. We're licensed occupational therapists who specialize in the brain and are neurodivergent ourselves. Join us every so often in this podcast that is for you and by you, the neurodivergent community. If you're interested in learning more about neurodiversity and joining a vibrant community of neuro-inclusive adults, head to our website, divergecommunity.com. Interested in an interview? Email divergecs at gmail.com to get it scheduled. Let's get to it. Well, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Stephanie. I'm an occupational therapist. Um usually working with pediatrics during the day and on the weekends and at nights working with adults and professionals and your everyday Joe Schmoes on ADLs or just executive functioning, stuff like that. Very cool. And Mm -hmm. I'm Rachel. I'm also an occupational therapist. I do this, well, not podcasting on the floor, (laughs) but I do diverse community stuff all day, every day now. I quit my full-time um, community-based OT job back in November in pursuit of this community, mm-hmm. and I'm giving it all I got. So, yeah, pretty exciting. Um, that the dog that you see coming in and out or hear chewing on things—that's Kyra. Mm-hmm. She is our receptionist. She's our receptionist, mm-hmm. our administrative assistant, mm-hmm. and podcast expert. So, yeah. Glad to have her. If you get an email from Diverge, it is Kyra writing it, <laughs> yes, actually. She, it is. <laughs> she even has her paw print as her signature. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, email us just for that alone. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's worth it. <laughs> it is. Seriously, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would pick any therapist that has just their dog as their receptionist. Just right? saying. I'm think... a little biased. But... <laughs> and have you seen her? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Okay, so what the heck are we doing? Should we give them a little little bit of background information? Sure. Do you want to start? Yeah. yeah. So we started Diverge back in November. Mm-hmm. We started Diverge as kind of an alternative to what is traditionally available for neurodivergent adults, yeah. which oftentimes is just there's nothing, <laughs> right? There's been kind of this... I'm laughing from pain. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. This is not a funny topic. Yeah, this is not. Too real. This is uh, my uncomfortable laugh for sure. Yeah, that is so real. But there is this absolute drop off that happens when um, neurodivergent individuals reach a certain age, which varies by state, but it's typically somewhere between 18 and 26, mm-hmm. where medical insurers just kind of assume that we are cured and no longer have any everyday struggles that we could use support for. So we are kind of on a mission to elevate the neurodivergent narrative and also provide accessible resources for this population that is just kind of forgotten right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a big overview, right? Uh, Yeah, a huge overview. (laughs) I mean, who would have thought that Apparently, we get whole new brains as soon as we're not in high school anymore. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. Yeah, they always talk about, like, oh, age 25, your brain's fully developed. I didn't realize that meant that we get a new brain. Yeah, right? Ooh. <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> sarcasm, folks. Just yeah, so you know. Yeah. That was big time sarcasm there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, the podcast more specifically, mm-hmm. do you want to kind of give a little rundown of why we're doing this and what we hope to do with it? Yeah, I think we started doing little snippets. Well, Rachel started doing little snippets of voices of neurodivergent friends and individuals on TikTok just so that people could share their lived experiences um, Mm -hmm. of when they got their diagnoses, whether they got it early on or later on in life, um, what their struggles are, just to hope to have a sense of community with one another, just to feel that you're not alone and maybe something someone says will resonate with someone else. Absolutely. In doing so, we did a podcast or an interview of an awesome lady, which you'll hear in another episode, named Nancy, and the interview went longer. And in the interview process, which, you know, we were kind of discussing, and you'll hear, we realized that we don't really think that TikTok is an appropriate platform Mm -hmm. for this, and that people should have time and, you know, being listened to on their experiences. Yeah. Time and space for Yeah. There you go. That's the words. Yeah. No, I think you're, you're exactly spot on. So this is kind of, um, our effort to just provide a platform for people to feel heard, to be heard and to kind of, I don't know, demonstrate the community as they truly are, not as society misperceives it to be. So, Mm -hmm. but literally this podcast would not, would not exist and will not continue to exist without the community. The whole basis of this podcast is just natural conversations and interviews with other neurodivergent individuals. Yeah. So I guess, what is the community that we're talking about? Adult neurodivergent community. Yeah. Yeah. So what the heck does that even mean? Oh my gosh, we're just throwing it around. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone knows. But for a lot of people, this, they might belong to the community and not even realize, right? Exactly. Okay. Well, I don't have my, oh, hold on one second. I did write it down. Beep, beep, beep. We got a prepared one here, always. Well, you know, I'm just like, I don't <laughs> want to throw any false information mm-hmm. into the the already cluttered, chaotic world that is the internet, if I can help it. Yeah. We will definitely be <laughs> fact-checking our sources before stating them, and you know what? If we need to improve on it, you let us know, and we will <sighs> more than own up please. to it, too. <laughs> please, please do. I'm a bit anal about checking my sources. I don't believe anything until I've read it in a peer-reviewed journal myself, but Mm -hmm. we are not perfect and we want to continue learning. Mm -hmm. But, okay, key terms. So neurodivergent. Mm -hmm. Neurodivergent is when someone's brain functions differently or they process information differently than what is considered quote-unquote normal or Mm -hmm. typical. Mm -hmm. Those terms make me cringe, as does that definition. Yeah. But that's what Oxford Dictionary has decided at this point. Beautiful. <laughs> so Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And then neurodiversity. This one doesn't have, like, a hard and fast uh, definition. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different interpretations of it. What does it mean to you, Stephanie, when I say neurodiversity? I think, for me specifically, it's... Having people with various different experiences or conditions, diagnoses, and stuff um, 
and just having a sense of understanding that their life is genuine and just mm -hmm. because they have a specific diagnosis doesn't mean anything more or less for anyone else. Yeah. So it's just the definition of diversity that you're just a human. Yeah. Just, there is absolutely. difference in the brain somehow, some way. And I like already hearing you talk about it. I can tell you are explaining it through the lens of like neurodiversity affirming, which we'll get into, mm -hmm. I'm sure. But I think that it's like most core definition. It's this idea that variation in, in brains is just a normal part of the human population. Like mm -hmm. everyone's brain works differently and different does not equal, does not inherently equal disability or does not inherently equal bad, right? It's yeah. this idea that there's just this natural variation, this natural brain diversity, neurodiversity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think just one other quick aside about the term neurodivergent and all that it encompasses, um, because you're going to hear from a lot of different individuals who may or may not even identify with a diagnosis. Correct. It's just a way of, I guess, a, almost a relationship with their brain and the way mm -hmm. in which it, it functions for them. Mm -hmm. But um, oftentimes people think of autism when they hear the term neurodivergent. Yeah, almost exclusively, even though it's not exclusive. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but the autistic community is a, a, a huge kind of um, path. Yeah. What do you call it? They've really been at the forefront of a lot of advocacy mm -hmm. within neurodiversity. Um, and so I think that, you know, the neurodivergent community as a whole has a lot to be grateful for because of them, mm -hmm. but it's not intended for it to be like exclusive. Mm -hmm. So neurodivergent doesn't equal autism. Autism can fall within that umbrella of being neurodivergent, but you also have other conditions that you can be born with, mm -hmm. and this we'd call like a developmental neurodivergence. Mm -hmm. What are some examples of that stuff? Um, ADHD. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So ADHD, um, any type of IDD type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Intellectual um, disability. Yeah, sorry. I'm throwing Learning out. disabilities. <laughs> throwing yeah. out lots of terms and slogans. Developmental um, disability. Yeah, those type of things. Sometimes psychiatric mm -hmm. types of things. Um, Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bipolar that type of stuff. Yeah. And so then you also get into this, this realm of it's not something you're born with. And then that neurodivergence is considered acquired neurodivergence. So it can be acquired and transient, meaning the way in which your brain function is, functions is different. And that could be because of an illness or an injury. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that you were born with it, and it doesn't mean it will necessarily be different forever. Mm -hmm. So an example of something that could be transient could be long COVID. Yeah, that's right? a huge one. It could be a, uh, a mild traumatic brain injury that you are anticipated to recover from. Mm -hmm. For that period of time, it really affects the way in which your brain functions, mm -hmm. but it might not be permanent. Yeah. You also then have your transient chronic, which mm -hmm. are things that are like dementia or really severe strokes and brain injuries that aren't, you aren't anticipated to make a full recovery or they may be mm -hmm. progressive in nature. So our point in telling you this is it's a very broad community and there are no hard and fast inclusion or exclusion anything. Yeah. If you feel like your brain works differently than others, like you belong here. Whether you have any professional diagnosis, any self, diagnosis yeah, at all. Self-diagnosis. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of diagnoses, mm -hmm. 
Can we share ours? Are you cool? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so I've been diagnosed with ADHD, dyslexia, and anxiety. Um, the ADHD and dyslexia, they kind of knew early on when I wasn't able to say my ABCs, but could do any other thing under the moon in mm-hmm. pre-K and all that stuff. They're like, why aren't you reading these letters? You, you are doing math problems at an early you know, preschool age. Why aren't you doing this? So they knew something was going on. Um, and through that, they also kind of found some attention type things. Not your stereotypical boy in a mm. classroom mm-hmm. <laughs> um, bouncing up and down. But I luckily had really advocate parents um, that knew something was a little bit off, per se, and really advocated for me in the school system to be like, hey, something's happening. Can we please, like, a look for other types of um, strategies for her and whatnot? And so not all my strategies given were dyslexia-based, so there's that ADHD. Sure. And then high school-based anxiety, kind of, in general, arose with trying to live through society, as mm. we call it, so. Yeah, what about you? Absolutely. Yeah, um, I didn't grow up knowing I was anything neurodivergent, whatever. In, in retrospect now, my God, all the signs were there. <laughs> like, I was literally even in OT. Mm-hmm. Like, as a child, I was in OT because I was, my coordination was so bad. But growing up, I didn't know. My parents didn't know. Um, but I identify, I've been formally diagnosed with obsessive-compulsive disorder, uh, and panic disorder. Um, I would say I'm at the point where I would feel comfortable saying I'm self-diagnosed ADHD, but I'm still early in that journey of self-discovery. My mom, who's 60 years old, was recently diagnosed, and I found out that her mom also had it, and more than likely my brother has it, and my grandmother has it, so, like, the chance of me not having it is, seems... But I think it's important that I share that journey with you, because... I am in this stage of like self-diagnosis, self-discovery and navigating, is that enough for me? Is there a benefit to having a more formalized diagnosis? But Mm -hmm. check every freaking box there. Yeah. But I would say the biggest barrier for me um, and the biggest difference I experience is with my OCD. Mm -hmm. Is that something I really strongly identify with um, and am a strong advocate for because it's not super well understood and really kind of trivialized in society when it's really a disabling condition for a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. so that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Very good. So I feel like we've talked quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we need to start wrapping this up. Should we give them just a quick rundown of what to expect next? Yeah. Oh, and so. you need to, I'm sorry, Kyra, what, come on over. Come on <laughs> she, over. She wanted to make her voice known. This <laughs> is Kyra. She does have generalized anxiety. Yes. 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 No, <laughs> it's okay, mama girl. I know. <laughs> and she probably does have to go to the bathroom. We'll take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> Should we wrap it up for today's stuff? Yeah, I think so. Kyra's saying it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, and she knows. She's our, our podcast expert. So. Yeah. So expect us next time. Sometime. Yeah. And we'll have, we'll be interviewing someone that's not us, which will yeah. be really exciting. So stay tuned. We're so, so glad you guys showed up today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's time to it. go. Okay. <laughs>